On this week's episode of Fring Code, we're talking about the Kingdom Battle leaks, the recent Arms Direct, and the Splatoon story trailer, and E3 2017 predictions, all incoming soon. Hello everyone, Michael Damiani here. I am your host and moderator, and I am joined by Mr. Daniel Budworth. Hello. And first time appearing on Friend Code, Mr. Bradley Ellis. Hello. Excited to have you on, man. Oh, man. Stoked to be on. Good stuff. Let's go. So glad to get rid of that bum cow boss. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so a little bit of housekeeping really quick. Uh, there will be no Dear Nintendo, the Nintendo Power section where we read uh, letters from uh, fans from yesteryear. There will be no last call segment, so no question of the week. Because this is a really jam-packed episode with a lot of news, and we got to do a lot of speculation about E3. But also, the next episode will be during E3, probably will be that Wednesday night, the, mm. the second day of E3. We will put up, I will put up, a last call uh, post on Patreon for $5 and above patrons to send in your questions regarding the Nintendo E3 presentation. It's a Tuesday morning uh, presentation they're doing. That's we're gonna be talking pretty much exclusively about that, those news, those trailers, what we got to play at the show of those games in that episode of Friend Code. So we want questions all about that. So a little too soon to put it up because we don't know everything that's gonna be there. So be on the lookout for that. Um, I think we had one, one correction we wanted to get to regarding yeah. the last last episode. Uh, yeah. Uh, when I was explaining the GameCube disclaser, um, I had like. 95% of it right and then some some weird thing got stuck in my head where I was I said that the the laser head tilts instead of moves on a track and it okay. totally still moves on a track as soon as somebody said that to me like I, it was like early in the morning and like I I, I uh, or actually maybe it was late at night one of the two and uh, I just like started rummaging around and like my wife woke up and she's like what are you doing and I'm like I'm just it's okay I'm just looking at the thing and, like open up the GameCube and like yep that definitely <laughs> Um, so I don't know why that got stuck in my head. It still moves on a track. It just doesn't have to move as much. And and the main thing that still makes the difference uh, is that the, the speed of the disc doesn't have to change. Yeah. Basically, Budworth gave us like it was Professor Budworth last yeah. time. He gave yeah. us a nice nice lecture about the the GameCube uh, disc uh, reading abilities of the GameCube. But I'm gonna jump right in. First topic we're gonna talk about is the recent the wow recent leaks regarding Mario plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle. This uh, this has been rumored for a while, though. Yeah, this rumor, been yeah, yeah. For a while, this yeah. rumor has persisted for a long time <laughs> with multiple times people said it's confirmed, it's happening. But uh, no one really showed the degree of evidence that we saw in this leak. Basically, we got the key concept art, which showed Mario, Luigi, Princess Peach, Yoshi with... Arm cannons alongside four rabbits, also donning outfits based on those four <laughs> characters. And they also got a hold of a few slides, which looked like they were definitely from some kind of internal presentation yeah. regarding the game. So um, let, let's start with the characters. So we said there's the four characters in the Mario universe, uh -huh. the four rabbits um, wearing the clothing based on them, and they're all wielding arm cannons. What do you think about, what was your impression when you first saw that key art? Did it make you feel excited? Do you were concerned? Because I saw a lot of gut reactions and it felt like a lot of people were just like, no. But <laughs> I don't know. I, I felt like maybe the gut reaction of me was, what are they doing? But then the more I thought about it, I was like, 
you know, they need something. I always am championing them, getting some third-party support here and being yeah. unique concepts. Th- th- this this might be one of the answers here. So how, how do you both feel about this, the, the reveal, basically, the leak? Um, no, I mean, I think it's it's a fun concept. Uh, I... I don't have a huge attachment or like uh, negativity towards it. It just the funny thing is, and you know, and I know it's a marketing deck, so it's you know all gonna be, you know, hyped to get people to get behind it internally and and with all other teams and like have a vision and stuff. So, but it's just it was just funny to me like how many things in there referred to stuff that you could say about pretty much every Mario RPG. Every Paper Mario game, every Mario and Luigi game, it's like, it's like, oh yeah, the princess, she's gonna fight. Like, yeah, uh-huh. got, <laughs> yeah. got it. Um, it's like, oh, it's gonna be like irreverent humor. I'm like, okay, yeah, but Fawful. You, have ever heard of that guy? You know? But uh, <laughs> Yoshi's got a bazooka though, at least right. on the cover. That's pretty yeah. rad. But there's Yoshi Safari on the Super oh, Nintendo. Oh, good call, blood. <laughs> good call, blood. Blood knows it all. <laughs> so it's just, it's kind of funny in, in those ways that like. We're gonna be all disruptive, and I'm like, the only thing that's different is you got the rabbits in there. But. Yeah, <laughs> and I don't really—I mean, from the pictures, it's kind of hard for me to tell like what the gameplay really is gonna be like. It looks more like an SRPG kind of thing that they're re- re- referring to. Yeah, there's a, there's a bit of information. Um, yeah, real quick, like uh, a grid-based battle system, but still with some of that active time stuff. Yeah, well, one of the slides, the the breakdown for this game, I should probably give an exp- explanation of what the information said about the game. So, 35% of the game, according to these slides. Uh, it's going to be exploration-based. 35%? 35% of the game. That's so an oddly they, specific number. They said there's going to be about four world environments for you to go through. Uh, you you don't actually, when you're in these environments, you don't actually control the Rabbids or the Mario characters. You control someone called Tutorio. <laughs> Instead of the eight heroes, environments will feature puzzles and secret zones. And the, okay. the worlds are going to be like twisted versions of worlds from the Mario universe and filled with Easter eggs and references and stuff mm. like that. So, I mean, I guess it's also maybe trying to play into the humor they keep talking about. Because I'm seeing, there's been more rumors after this came out talking about the type of humor in this game. And that it's trying to poke fun at the tr- rabbits themselves, but also the tropes in Mario games. Mm-hmm. And, it, I mean, it could be interesting. I'm also worried they're trying too hard. Like, uh, the, the, the again, the Princess Peach, they're, like, they're literally calling her the bad princess or something it's like really Uh-oh. like so edgy so fighting back so cool i'm like you, you don't really need to go that far like peach Dude, is already i don't want to bring this up that's dangerously close to borderlands territory i don't really want to go there necessarily <laughs> um and then for the actual combat you're saying six of of the game apparently is going to be turn-based combat cool each hero has unique play style um they can use various tactical options like dashing hmm. team jumps Using warp pipes and destructible cover. Uh, they all get various upgradable weapons, um, as well as weapons they can just pick up in the environments when they're fighting. Uh, and they have to complete various objectives. We don't know what they're fighting yet, though. Yeah, do we? we don't know what they're really fighting. Bowser. This says they'll have various combat objectives and deal with contextual events. And they said there'll be seven enemy archetypes, sorry, seven enemy archetypes, one boss type character per world. And it will support the local multiplayer co-op. Cool. So, so my picture is Mario Rabbids XCOM. Yep. <laughs> I think that's a safe bet. Yeah. I think that's a safe bet that it's gonna play like a grid-based oh, kind of. It, it could be cool if it was like Valkyria Chronicles. How you'd play real that. real time? Yeah. That I mean, I would probably enjoy that more. I. 
I don't know. We I doubt it. it I, yeah. I bet it's more like XCOM, but that'd be pretty interesting, actually. Because you can, like, zoom in really close to the field where you're running through and stuff like that. Maybe that'd be easier to find secrets and all that stuff. Yeah, I'm cur- curious about the bosses that they're going to go for. Right. There was a rumor that came out after this. It came out earlier this, or this, I think this week, actually, this past weekend. said one of the bosses at one point, may not be in the final version, was a rabid dressed as Donkey Kong. I was making fun of Donkey Kong. Okay. And apparently, Uh-oh. something about if they hit you with their banana at one point, they would do a dab. I was like, no. 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 Don't do that. Like, Donkey Kong doing a dab. Don't do that. I'm going to do the animation. Um, it was supposed to be like some parody fight, and I was like, hmm. I don't know. I don't know what to think. Like, uh. I need to see it. Despite this being leaked, despite seeing the key art, I, I come away saying, like, all right, I need to see the gameplay for this. Yeah. Like, right. come on. Like, they still have that up their sleeve, basically. We have no idea what the combat's going to look like. So I think I think that's good to have, despite all, despite all this <laughs> leaking going on. Um, but another thing they did reveal was the timeline for this game. Their planned timeline, the marketing pushes. Oh, I thought you were talking about like, in the Mario universe. I know. <laughs> I was like, when what? I was writing this, I read it. I was like, wait, this is going to sound like the Mario <laughs> yeah. Rabbit's timeline. No, the timeline of their marketing push. Okay. Like one key tentpole things were supposed to happen. E3 was supposed to be the big unveil, first hands-on, and then they were expecting previews from both the press, us, and then the consumers who were going to be there and Mm -hmm. see what they said about that. There would be uh, some presence at Gamescom, and then it says it's coming out sometime in August or September of this year. Wow, really? So this year. But, I mean, the rumors go back so far. It makes total sense. Oh, yeah. yeah. They said it's been in development. Actually, apparently, the rumor is it started as a Wii U game. Mm-hmm. Oh really? And it was, uh, towards the end of its life, and then they found out about Switch. They just kept working on it. Like, yeah. oh, let's put it on Switch. Hmm. That makes sense because I could see like you wanting to do that with the touchpad and stuff. Yeah. Um, last little tidbits about it. They said, uh, I mean, it's using Snowdrop Engine for for people who care about sure. that. Uh, being developed by it's being developed by Ubisoft, Paris and Milan. So Nintendo's just overseeing mm-hmm. and approving some stuff, but they're not handling the actual development of the game. Said it's gonna. They expect it to be about twenty hours to okay. complete. Okay. So that's a pretty decent length. Twelve hours. And yeah, cut it in half. <laughs> <laughs> um, and they said it will support up to two-player local co-op multiplayer, mm. no online. Local um, co-op. So local not competitive. Co-op. Okay. Com- correct. That's all they've said. Um, I have one final question about this. What do you think this was gonna be Nintendo's big reveal at E3? Or do you think this is one of the surprises? No, I, 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 I don't. Yeah, this is a fun surprise. Yeah, um, it's a you know partner game and everything. Um, but yeah, I, I don't feel like this would be like a big, uh, huge Nintendo presence. All right, Brad, how do you feel about this game? Like what you've heard about it? Do um, you, you feel generally positive or more negative about? I'm like, it right okay, now? it's really weird because from what I've just heard, I'm just like, okay. Whatever, I'm all right with it, I guess. I need to see more to actually figure it out, you know? Exactly, yeah. Like, I'm, I'm down for some goofy game, whatever. I'm just glad Nintendo's making exclusive games. That's always good. And a new IP, I guess. Yeah. But I hope it turns out Yeah, good. it's not really a new IP, but yeah. Or, it's, well, I mean, it could be. It, it's leveraging these two, you know, sort of popular IPs. Like, I don't know how popular yeah, it's Rabbids them. really is, but... To, to make a new type of game, essentially. Rabbit is more popular than people give it credit for. Ubisoft yeah, wouldn't sh- have just been pumping those yeah, freaking things sure. out forever if I, they I hadn't I assume been. they have to be decently yeah. for mm-hmm. how they keep making them. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm fairly certain that Rabbids has become more popular than Rayman itself. Okay, that's a good point. <laughs> yes, it has. If that's true, because I, my question, my only initial reaction that was kind of negative 
other than like the first like laughing at it, but then I got over that hump. Um, was why didn't they use more iconic characters like Rayman? Maybe he'll they, be in it. So I mean, he's yeah, Rayman could totally still be yeah, in it. They totally spun Rayman out of that back to his own series. Yeah. So maybe the rabbits are just more universally popular, like well known than Rayman is, and we just don't we didn't know better. So they and they do. But yeah, same boat as you, Brad. I need to see more. Mm-hmm. I am in the the middle right now of that. Yeah. Mostly excited that there's something unexpected happening, um, but I need to see more because uh, it could go either way at this point. But I'm not in that negative zone. Like yeah. Some people I'm are cautiously like, cautiously optimistic about it. Mm-hmm. Good way. Um. So yeah, we'll probably see more. Oh, we'll definitely see more of that at E3. Um. Something that uh, also happened a little bit before these leaks came about. Earlier this month, there was an Arms Direct mm-hmm. featuring uh, focusing strictly on Arms. Well, there was a Splatoon trailer at the end for single player. Mm-hmm. But um, we're again same situation as the last time we covered Direct. It happened like the day after we recorded the previous friend code. Yeah. So. We're waiting the whole two-week, you know, gamut before covering it. But you let us know that you wanted us to do this, so we're gonna dive into arms. Um, they they the very beginning of the presentation. I don't know if it was supposed to be serious or not. It kind of was more narrative driven and oh. seemed like they were talking about like uh alluding to like a kind of backstory about there's like a mystery about where people got these arms yeah, from. Yeah, the stuff. beginning of it was weird. It's kind of like playful and like it wasn't anything like overtly like intellectual or anything like Mm -hmm. that but it felt like hmm there might be something here that when you play through the game there might be little hints about yeah the where these crazy they're adding substance to the the lore yeah it was a nice touch i felt um but i and i think that uh i mean i don't know how we'll get into the character by character but i think it's really interesting for them to like show like all of these kind of different backstories to these characters to where like okay these characters have the arms that can punch and stuff but then you've got mechanica who doesn't have that so she's just built her own robot to be able mm-hmm. to do that and compete uh and then uh uh twintel yeah which is us- using her hair instead which is just, yes love it so 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 good um yeah the it did mostly focus on the mechanics mm-hmm. of the individual characters and and some new reveals um they, yeah, uh, they reveal three characters? Yeah, so the three new characters they revealed were uh, Twintel, which you talked about just yeah, yeah. a second ago. Kid Cobra. It's like this oh, purple right. clothes skateboarder with like the, the baggy uh, mm-hmm. like pants thing, like MC Hammer style. And then uh, Bite and Bark, the robot, the blue robot with the poli- looks like a police yeah. robot with the dog companion. Oh, yeah, that's cool. So those are the three new characters. And they basically went through all the 10 characters. The final roster yeah. is 10 characters right now. They talked about how they are going to be based. You should select them based on their weight. Will affect yeah. like how their punches, like mm-hmm. heavier punches versus lighter punches. And then they talked about seven different attributes. Uh, like, yeah. like a stun ability, electric ability, like a fire ability that different arms and their gloves will have that you can mix and match on the certain characters. So there's a, that's where some of the strategy is coming as yeah. well as, you know, the, the, the basic, you know, moving around the arena. Um, so each character gets a certain range of different arms they can use and they can equip two different ones at a time. You can, I think you use two of the same if you really want, mm-hmm. yeah. but you can alternate and use like one stun and one like fire yeah. one and mix and match like that. Um, and then, I, I, yeah, I'll wait for you to get through all this, but I mean, we I can get into some test punch as well. 
Yeah, uh, I was going to ask oh, you yeah, about that. Oh, like, yeah, I want to ask you how it feels. And they basically just showed off the different combinations for all ten of the main characters, essentially. Yeah, the default combos. Yeah, the default yeah. combos. But you, you actually got some hands-on then through the test punch. So yeah, what I was played, that like? Yeah, so uh, just so for people are aware, the way the test punch worked is very similar to how Splatoon 2's test fire worked, in which rather than just like having the beta open all weekend, they had like one hour at a time. So I was able to like lock into like two of those hours based on uh, my time zone and my schedule and everything. Uh, so I played roughly an hour and a half uh, with the Joy-Cons. Okay. And then I played for about half an hour with the Pro Controller. Uh, and so it's really, it's it's interesting because I feel like I have a bit more control. I can be a little bit more deliberate with what I'm doing with the Pro Controller. All right. But at the same time, I still sort of like using the Joy-Cons better because it, the way that you move back and forth and block and everything, it feels like you're piloting a mech. Okay. Ooh. That yeah. sounds cool. That's fun. Yeah, because yeah, it's like you, you move them both forward. To go forward, you move back, or you move left to right. You know, it's like so. That's how you move around the arena. Nice. Is with and then if you cross them, then you're blocking. Okay, which blocking yeah. with the pro controller is the worst part which, of which, that control what scheme. Is it? You have to hold the left stick. Yeah. Why? <laughs> I don't know. That's weird. Uh, another thing that was weird with the pro controller, the layout did not make it, did not identify. It's like Last Guardian did this weird thing too, where they didn't identify a, a function of the game. <laughs> um, you, you can swap uh, targets when you're in those multi-person uh, battles oh, with the right analog stick. Ooh, and oh. the other way to do it is to like tap up on the D-pad, which is kind of less far less intuitive because like you have to take your hand off the L-stick. Oh, yeah. I, I know all about that. Um, the, sorry, uh, playing 14. That's how you tar target different people as well. Analog and D-pad are flipped on the controller. I play the 360 Xbox One controller. Mm -hmm. That makes the biggest deal to me, that placement. It's night and day to me. So maybe if those were flipped somehow, it might not feel as weird. But yeah, that sounds like not the best layout. Hopefully yeah. they like But that's what I'm saying is yeah. what that's what I'm saying though, is like just using the right stick, you you don't have to have a different layout because it's just there. They just don't label okay. it. Okay. Hmm. Um but I do think that like block should just be on the L button or yep. something. I don't. Yeah, understand. like that's yeah. <laughs> but blocking like this feels good, you know. Yeah. Uh, and uh -huh. it's and it's interesting. Um, what were you saying? <laughs> to say, tell me about the motion controls, like how they felt and everything like that. I think they feel good. I think they definitely feel better than you know a lot of equivalent stuff like on the Wii. Mm -hmm. um, I think there's just this level of um, when you get into chaos, then it's like it's kind of hard to react. Yeah, you know, because it's like okay, this guy's knocks me over here, and that guy's doing this, and 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 so that's why I like those like two on one or two on two battles are, are really kind of hard to deal with especially with the motion controls because like with motion controls like you just have to be really mindful of what your hands are doing you can think that you're backing up but you're really guarding mm -hmm. you know based on like how you're moving your hands um and so you just have to be deliberate with everything you know it's like you punch and that feels good and you punch and you twist and that feels good or you like used to slap a mander and you like swap um but yeah, you just like have to have all of that in mind. And if you get into like mash mode, it's not necessarily going to work out because, you know, to to grab, you have to like put them both forward at the exact same time. Okay. And so that's where you can okay. like, if you do that a little bit off, then you like punch with one hand rather than the other, you know, yeah. rather than both at the same time. Um, but like I said, because of that like direct intuitive feel, 
like you can go either way on it. Like if you don't want to be, if you're not trying to be that competitive, then it works. Uh, but you do get, I do feel like a little bit more edge with the pro controller. Like I, you know, and, and that's kind of weird too, because it's like you back out the lobby system's interesting because you don't just keep changing over to like new lobbies. Like once you get into a lobby, you, you're just there with that group of people and, uh, you know, people will drop in and drop out and stuff, but you'll stay in that same same group it's unless you drop like out. Like Mario Kart Eight. Yeah. Yeah. And so, so it's like your experience can be so different just based on like what group of people you get mm-hmm. in. To where it's like, okay, this this group is just all owning me, and then like next time it's like, oh, I feel really good about myself. I'm doing better, and then mm-hmm. oh, maybe I'm not. Like, <laughs> nice. Um, and then uh, one of the alternate modes they had uh, was V Ball. Okay, yeah, they showed that off in the... Oh, okay. It's yeah. like Tekken Ball to me. Yeah, yeah, so you're, <laughs> like, you're punching ball, the yeah. ball, and then you can use your grab to basically put a spin on it, and so when you put a spin on it, it'll kind of hover, and then, like, you can hit it again to, like, spike it. And that sounds fun. So is it, if it hits the ground, you get some kind of point, but it can also hit a person and damage them as well, or um, do you not know? I don't know about hitting a person, because I don't remember it ever hitting me, but basically what they've got is they've got a bomb inside the volleyball okay and so it's on a timer as well okay so if the ball is in play for too long eventually the the balloon will just pop and it'll just drop straight down to the ground okay that must have been what i saw on the direct thing and then at the very yeah yeah, at the very end like that last timer it's just like knock it over right now (laughs) okay that's pretty cool uh, yeah you mentioned the the modes so Mm -hmm. the direct did cover pretty much every mode you're gonna see in there um, regarding uh, p- the multiplayer modes, like uh, the tradition, the standard one is called fight, which is you know the regular thing. They're gonna allow there's team fight, which allows for two v two fights with allies tethered together, so you can't go too far from each yeah. other. Mm-hmm. And friendly fire will be in play, so you can hit each other. Oh, I didn't know that. So you, fire. and especially the ones who have like the explosive arms, mm. you could like the explosion is too close, you'll hit everybody with it. So it seems a little chaotic. Yeah. Well, possibly. there's also the item drops, which I I don't remember being in there at the Switch event in January. Okay. But um, they're they're, they're kind of like Smash Brothers, like things will just kind of start popping up. So like there's there's bombs, like you said, that'll just explode and damage. Nice. Uh, and then there's like a shock bomb, which will basically like knock your arms, disable your arms, and leave oh, you wide okay. open. Oh, um, okay. And then there is uh, health juice. Okay. So you get an area effect to heal. All right. And then there's uh, another juice for your, your rush, which is like your super meter. Okay. So. All right. That, I didn't know that that happened. That's pretty cool, actually. Um, you already talked about V-Ball. Um, uh, they have a mode called Hoops. Yeah, you're that trying, cool. Like you try and knock your opponent into a basketball hoop and score points. <laughs> <laughs> like you can grab them and slam dunk them or you can like knock them up. That like sounds fun. Far away and like score a three-pointer they showed. Um, that looked hilarious. Like, we got to try that out. Um, skill shot is like a break the targets. Um, each person's on a different side and the targets appear. You want to chain hit as many as possible to build up a a combo, but you can also hit and interact with the other, your opponent by like hitting them to Mm. like not temporarily disable them so you can hit more. They have Um, like a cut down version of that to practice between rounds when you're in the lobby waiting for another opponent. uh, Yeah, I saw that too. Um, and then the one on a hundred, which is like the hundred man challenge in Smash, uh, which is defeat a hundred random like 
these like lanky enemies that look like uh, those balloon things you see at like uh, car dealerships yeah. or whatever with their hands like waving out. You just got to take out a hundred of them before you lose, essentially. Um, and then you were talking about the test and training or waiting between a match. There's something called arms test and training, which lets you try out randomized arm combinations. And then training mode lets you try uh, a number of various drills. To, to like, okay. It's like Those are different games. than the practice. Yeah, yeah. these are will be on top of that as well. So for people to train, um, you already talked about items dropping in the match, but apparently by competing in matches, you earn in-game money, which you can then spend at the arm getter. Yeah, which is a mini game like thing, almost like the Smash uh, one to get the trophies randomly. Mm -hmm. You can get new arms from those. Um, okay. And if you get duplicates, what they're doing about that is some duplicates. I don't know if it's all or some duplicates will have better attack power than your original version. Oh. So you won't want to just discard them. You want to like maybe hold Save on to it. those. Well, I think like what a... they do is they like stack. So like you okay. get a like a plus two or whatever to your, you. your your ratings on that. That arm. would make more sense. So it just so, adds on to it. Yeah. One of the yeah, and one of the other mechanics that I wasn't aware of before is. Uh, if you hold guard or dash or jump, you'll actually like charge your arms to like more powerful. Okay, hits. that's what they were doing. Okay, yeah. that makes sense. I saw what them doing something like that, and okay, that's and then how you do when it? you okay. do that with uh, Min Min, like her ramen arm turns into the dragon. And yeah, like, okay, that's and that okay. lasts longer than everyone else's charges. Gotcha. Okay, that's how that works. Um, they also brought up the different types of match modes you'll be able to fight in. Um, Grand Prix is win 10 straight matches to become champion. Yeah, that's like okay. the Street Fighter arcade mode yeah. kind of thing. I think there might be some, like, extra characters in there. Seems like there's, like, a either. hidden boss or something. Like yeah. the, they, I thought they showed the back of a character, and I didn't recognize yeah, yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, that's, the that's what I'm referring uh, to. Party match uh, is the online play. Uh, connect online and fight against other players. So, Blood talked about the lobby system. So, it says you can join a lobby that can support up to 10 systems... With two players on each system for up to 20 players in a lobby. And you can have two player matches, three player matches, or four people at once in, in the arena fighting. Um, they're going to have this. That's, so that's like the free for all fun mode. Then they're going to have straight ranked 1v1 matches where good. you gain good. or that's lose good. points. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then they're going to have local multiplayer via local wireless communications. And you can create a lobby for up to eight players that have to each have their own unique system. Okay. Um, and then the, 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 the final thing they did is that once the game's launched, they will continue supporting it with free new updates that include new fighters, new stages, um, and, uh, new arms. Okay. So I was going to ask about that. There's not going to be, it doesn't seem like there's gonna be paid DLC for those. At least this is going to be free updates. Good. Cause I think they want it to be like, you know, more yeah. competitive. Well, yeah. I think they saw how Splatoon rolled out yeah. and they really liked that. Kept it, kept it alive. Um, my question to both of you then is... I noticed in a lot of comments in the last few weeks directed at Easy Allies directly, they seem to be in the impression we're not very excited about ARMS and that the, the general hype level for ARMS is pretty low. So I'm curious, how, how do you feel about ARMS? Like, are, are, are you going to get it when it comes out? Are you excited about it? Are you, are you just like glad it exists, but you're not really interested in it? Or do you just think, are you just like completely indifferent and don't care about it? Um, I... I like what I played. Uh, I'm definitely. I, I think I probably am going to pick it up when it comes out. Uh, I'm not like super hyped. At, you know, like I, I'm. You know, I'm not as excited as it for it as I am. Like say Splatoon two. I'm not sure 
where it will be in terms of like lasting power or whatever. But I think it's kind of like, you know, I mean, it's, I guess the best example is like, it's kind of like punch out really, you know, it's like, okay. it's like, this is a good game. This is a great, like very different kind of thing. That's like, can really, you know, only like make sense on Nintendo in a way. Um, and, and I just, I'm glad that like, okay, Nintendo's got another like new IP because remember like, what was it with was it with Brawl where like Sakurai was making fun of Nintendo for like it's like oh there's not really any new franchises in the past ten years or so are there for us to add to this game? Oh yeah, about the character. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember and that. And so <laughs> you know it's good to like have Splatoon come out and be successful, and now we have Arms, which you know even if it's not gonna like take everything over by storm, like it is a quality game. It's got great character design, good music. Like I, I think it's it's gonna be solid even if it doesn't take the world by storm. Um, kind of the middle of it. Like I'm not gonna buy it personally or anything like that, but I, I'm super glad there's a new IP from Nintendo. Always a good thing to have. For me, it looks like a game I would just play a few hours with some friends. Yeah. Then I'd be good. I'd be like, okay, that was fine. Not something I'd really probably sink a lot of time into or anything like that. All right. Um, after watching the direct, since I had to watch it before this episode because I missed it when it came out. Um, I, I'm, I'm definitely glad it's coming out. I think I always was, but I was more on the lower end of enthusiasm for it, mm-hmm. uh, before I watched this direct. Uh, I'm most looking forward to it hopefully winning group stream night vote. Oh, I'm sure we'll, I'm sure we'll play it. And we'll find a way. Just playing, like playing it with the, all of us. Yeah. Here. That's like the ideal like, way to play it. I am looking forward to like that like, yeah. very much oh, so. Oh, you know, the one thing, and I don't know if they'll add this as an option or something, but the one thing that I was thinking, like with trying out both controllers is I really hope that there's some way to be sure, like, say, ranked mode, that you're only in that with, like, somebody with the same controller. Ooh. Like, that would be such a difference. It's like, if you're, you know, always playing pro and somebody else is playing with motion controls and you just seem to always have the advantage, like, that just wouldn't, that wouldn't That's feel right. That's a good right. thing to bring up, yeah. I doubt they'll do anything like that, though, because it'll split the player base But a they lot. show the wheel in Mario Kart. You know, yeah, so. I, I mean, they may how show Mario it. Kart handled it back with uh, with uh, like, yeah, are they? I, I don't know if they, they want to like, segregate the player base. Yeah, like I that. forgot. Do they restrict you on that or not? Or is there an option to toggle? I I don't know if there was, but I'm more with Brad. I don't think they're gonna do that. If there's enough feedback about it, mm-hmm. I bet they will update mm-hmm. it to do it though, because they want to remain competitive and like have like longer yeah. legs. That's right. Like yeah. I can I I can understand like party mode or whatever not having it, you know. Uh, but with the ranked having a ranked mode, it just feels like that's gonna make sense. Otherwise, people are just you know if you've spent seventy dollars more for a pro controller, oh you have the advantage. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Um. There was one little bonus thing at the end of this. They did a, they did say it was going to be there, so it wasn't a secret. Uh, at the end of the arms part of the presentation, they showed us uh, pretty much a gameplay trailer for Splatoon single player mode, the mm. story mode for the game. Um, it, it showed off some uh, dialogue in the beginning. Uh, Kyle didn't want me to forget this, but it showed off one of the Squid Sisters from the original games being like one of the, the main characters um, in the story trailer for this. Showed off the new environments, some of the enemies you're going to be fighting. It looked at a few boss battles, some of the platforming stuff, and the kind of puzzle-like elements. Uh, I thought it looked cool. Uh, I mean, I thought the same thing about Splatoon 1's story, mo- single-player mode. Uh, it just made this look mo- like more good stuff to check out. And another reason for people who are just seem to be fixated that Splatoon 2 is a multiplayer game, 
that no, there is a single player story component to this game that seems to be pretty significant. So if you really don't want to get into the multiplayer, there is, oh, but you like what you see about Splatoon mechanically, there's something for you there. And people seem to really enjoy Splatoon 1's uh, story mode. Um, I don't know if either of you got to see that trailer or not, but or if you played the original game's single player or story mode at all, but do you, uh, I'm, I'm going to assume if you did, you probably feel good about it. Uh, if not, you know, what, what do you think didn't look good about it or didn't play well about it that... Basically, I, I didn't touch the first game story mode, so I don't know what they could have approved upon. Uh, I haven't paid attention to that, so I don't know if you have any suggestions like that. Or you just like, oh, cool, like they have it. Like, you know, I'm glad that they have it, and you know, another reason to, for people to try it out. Um, yeah, I'm in I'm in the awkward position of I I really do like what they were doing with the story mode in the first platoon, but I never did get around to finishing it. So like seeing this trailer, it's like I was like, okay, after E3. Like, before this game comes out, I've got to go back and, like, finish that story mode. Because I really do like what I, I'm seeing in Splatoon 2. And I know there was a lot of cool stuff that I didn't get to in the first game. Um, and I hear that, you know, I've heard good things about the final boss. Uh, you know, like, no specifics. But it's like, yeah, it all, it all works together in the end with, with the final boss. So I definitely want to check that out. Uh, I totally, I really did dig the, the trailer that they, they had. Um, I thought it was kind of funny how they like you know, the 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 celebrity was like, "Wait, you don't you, you oh, know yeah. who I am? Yeah, you know who I am, right? <laughs> 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 you haven't heard of me." <laughs> <laughs> sure, sure. And then, uh, uh, and then that yeah, that trailer just reminded me of how good the music is in Splatoon. So uh, yeah, uh, another another good reason to look forward to that, especially, and I think it helps too because for you know a game that is so focused on multiplayer. You don't want to uh, mix in too much to like sully the sauce that made that work the first time. Yeah. And so having a drastically different single player or a drastically expanded single player is one of those things that can really help justify that like this is a sequel. This isn't just the game ported over to a new system, mm -hmm. um, especially because the system's like not that big of a leap in power or anything like that. So. Having a good solid single player mode, in addition to some extra um, modes for multiplayer, will help with that. Um, I missed the boat on Splatoon One pretty much completely. I played a little bit at GTE, just a little bit of multiplayer. Um, I'm very happy that there's a campaign though. I love that. Like I'm gonna go through that first. Like for sure, I like going through a campaign first because it teaches you how to play the game. Then you feel a little more comfortable. That's the crazy thing about Splatoon's single player though is. There's a lot of stuff in there that had nothing to do with multiplayer. Oh, well, that's even better then. Yeah. That's really cool. I like that then. It's like Mario Galaxy-style levels with all these little crazy Ooh, devices and stuff. Yeah. A bunch of cool platforming and stuff? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. See, that sounds good. Cool, yeah. I'm making it right with Splatoon 2. I'm for sure buying it. I'm going to play through it. Nice. All right. Um, I, I'm, I'm kind of in the same boat. Like, I think uh, I, I'll just double-check to make sure there's nothing really I needed to have played in the first campaign. That like carries over into the second one because I really just want to jump in when it comes out. When it comes out, yeah. I want to try out the single player mode, play through it. Um, but hopefully, nothing too important is lost because I didn't play through the first one. Otherwise, I'll need to find a way to play through like the first one story campaign before two. <laughs> but uh, I would say my my excitement level for Splatoon's a little bit higher than Arms right now. Oh yeah, me too. Like, oh yeah, I think that has a chance of being like a, a much bigger success for Nintendo when it comes out in July. Uh, arms could still be big. We'll we'll, mm -hmm. we'll see, um, but it is time 
Let's move on to E3 discussion. Mm-hmm. E3 2017 predictions and expectations. So E3 is coming up real soon. And as I said, our next episode, Franco, it's actually going to be during E3. So this is our last chance to, to make any kind of predictions and to discuss our expectations. And uh, I have a, a list of games here. Sure. Go down the list. And I, there's a chance at the end for you to, to add stuff okay. that you might have missed. Um, first one up, most obvious, that's definitely going to be there. Mm-hmm. They said it already. Big presence. Super Mario Odyssey. Hell oh, yeah. yeah. Hell um, yeah. Gonna, yeah, they said we could play it for sure. Definitely going to be the biggest yes. presence. And as I said, playable. Um, start with me. I expect that there'll be a release date for the game. Mm-hmm. I expect that we'll see some amiibo functionality. Reveal. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, I expect some cool new worlds. Yeah. And at least one to two new power-ups shown off. Absolutely. Oh. Okay. So uh, what do you... Uh, do you agree disagree with that? Is there anything else you think they're going to show off for it? Or any... Basically, what your thoughts on Super Mario Odyssey's presence at E3? And are, are you excited about it? I think Odyssey will be Nintendo's biggest highlight. Like, the thing that they spend the most time on will be Odyssey. Um, they will... Yeah, they will probably go fairly in-depth with that game. Um, and kind of like how they spent so much time on the Zelda, Zelda. last year with the That's Treehouse Live. Like, yeah. it, they'll probably play that thing for hours on stream. So, um, yeah, I think we could see quite a bit of that game. And hopefully that will just be scratching the surface. Yeah, like, we haven't seen that much of it mm-hmm. so far. Seen, like, three, four worlds, maybe? Yeah, like, they could show off, like, maybe two new worlds. Watch, those would be the two playable worlds. And each one has, like, one new power-up, as, like, like yeah. uh, speculating. And there'd be so much more, like, to that game that mm-hmm. they're like, oh, just wait till November. Like, you only saw, like, the tip of the iceberg for that. Um, I'm expecting the power-ups actually to be related to, like, the, the hat. Because that was the yeah. tease at the end that the hat, like, has eyes and everything. Yeah. You throw it. I, I'm expecting to see something related to that. Be Wing cap. Super Mario, the Minish cap. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> I have one thing, maybe. Yeah. Do you think there'll be DLC for this? I don't think there will be DLC for this game. I think Amiibo will be the most they do. I mean, I, Zelda has both. Um, I, I, geez. I don't, I mean, I think about like, oh, add a new course or something. A new world? A new, uh, yeah, a new world or character. I don't know. I don't feel Mario games take as much time to make as a zelda game that's why they could do it i feel like they i feel if they wanted to they could put out a new 3d mario every other year yeah and they wouldn't need to rely on dlc i don't think they need to but what if they did dlc where it's like challenge rooms how there was in sunshine or something like that i mean i feel like those should be included i mean yeah i I hope mario's like like pure 3d like pure the pure platforming mario games are the ones where i feel DLC is the most egregious of anything. I know I hate it in Zelda, mm-hmm. but it's like Mario games. They start taking features like bonus secret rooms and stuff like that that have always been in the game. I don't feel they need to do that. Like Mario games are like are easier for them to put out. They sell more than any of their other mm-hmm. games. Uh, I mean, Except Mario Kart. Mario Kart's a Mario, a Mario game, and Smash Brothers is probably the, the best selling yeah. ahead of those. But I, I I don't think it's a game that you need to keep hooking people on the and you want them to keep playing. You know, for next year and a half or something, they're, they're gonna have other games. I mean, but it's like, like say the same thing about Zelda. Well, Zelda's like yeah. the only thing I think most it's gonna be way longer than Mario. The story, like people like Zelda, like the DLC, mm-hmm. the, the real hook is the the story in the new dungeon, and I, for Mario, yeah, they could do a new level and course and stuff like uh, with courses and stuff like that. 
people would buy that. Mm-hmm. I, and I'm just saying, I don't know how that. Uh, I I don't think it's necessary for this because the next Zelda game is not coming for like several years. Next <laughs> yeah. 3D one, whereas well. a Mario game, they could get out sooner. There's no need to bridge that. It's not as much uh, urgency I mean, to bridge you, that you gap. You say that, but it's there has been a significant gap. Between headlining Mario games. I mean, Mario Galaxy 1 and 2 came out fairly close together, but there's a long gap between Sunshine and Galaxy, and then there's a long gap between Galaxy 2 and uh, 3D, 3D Yeah, 3D Land and 3D World. So, um, yeah, I don't know. And then they did do Super Luigi U. But, I mean, I that would, was a, I would, basically I would an expansion pack. They were also alternating with the new Super Mario stuff as well. Sure. Like, they keep going back and forth between 3D and 2D. Um, so I, I think it's just this like dance they do of like, okay, we'll put out one or two, three ones over the next two, three years. Mm-hmm. Then we're gonna come back to 2d ones for a little bit. Then we'll go back to 3d ones for yeah. a little bit. Like, but I mean, the thing is, is those are clearly separate teams doing those. So it's like the 3d team is working that whole time on yeah. the next 3d game. Yeah. I mean, I remember their complaints used to be that, uh, the 2d ones sold better because people said they were yeah. easier to play, mm-hmm. yeah. which yeah, tore me apart inside. I was like, "No, those studio ones are so good. Don't listen to those those sales numbers. They still sell well. Come on, don't, don't give up on them." <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, like I, this is me probably speaking about. I don't want them to ever do DLC for three Mario or even right. two D Mario game. Yeah, I mean, I, I can't say that I really want them to, but I feel like they could. There's yeah. not. There's not like any reason for me to think that they like yeah. they can't do it it's or just, they won't. Oh do yeah, there's it. no it's a new, they can't new do it. frontier with Nintendo oh, yeah. with all that stuff. So yeah, and now it would totally be, happen. Now would be the time to test it, especially that they're doing Zelda. So yeah. might as well try Mario and see what, what what response we get. And and again, if like if you make it a separate enough feeling expansion, like, yeah, it doesn't it, have to feel dirty or like it was taken yep. out of the game. Or oh something. yeah, like yep. if it was like a significant new amount of like worlds and stuff, and it's like it was either this like we didn't have these planned for the game, but we had some cool ideas here. And they're like, oh, we're already working on a sequel, but like these, they're not really gonna fit in. Like we feel like these will fit in with the current game. So mm-hmm. here's like a new expansion pack of worlds. I'm like, okay, cool. Yep. Um, better not be sixty dollars though. But no, you know, I don't think it will be. Better be reasonably priced. Um, but yeah, I think we, it's safe to say Mario, big, big presence big game. there. Look forward to impressions and stuff. Next one up because I'm not Xenoblade Chronicles two. Mm-hmm. Um, I could just because they. I can see them having a trailer there, but it not being playable, and still come out this year somehow. Like, I, I can see them pulling a, a thing where they're like, hey, it's just too big of a game. We No amount of time we give you in a 30-minute or even hour session is going to do justice right. to a demo. Didn't they do something like that with X where like you could only play it behind closed doors? I think X was never playable. I think oh. it was only presentations. They showed it off at Treehouse. Yeah, for sure. it was only shown off during the, the Treehouse streams, and I think they were controlled... Uh, the employee Nintendo staff would play it for you behind mm-hmm. closed doors because when they had it out on the show floor it was just running the trailer the system yeah. was there and it was running the the attract movie which is just the trailer they were showing off at the time um so I don't know if it'll be playable there or not um but it should definitely be there in some form even if it's not coming out oh, yeah, this yeah, year yeah. expect yeah. at least a trailer at the very least yeah we, I, I think that will similarly it, it will either get a um some kind of confirmed release date or a delay yeah, definitely. Like, one way or the other way. It's like, you're either going to tell us when it's coming, or you're going to say it's not coming this year. Did yeah. um, well, Genoblade X come out in 2015? Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah. So, if it comes out this year, it's a pretty fast turnaround. Um, yeah, especially considering they're working on... Some of the team was helping out with Zelda, but there's this... I don't know if it's confirmed, but 
there was a running theory that uh, Monolith Soft was big enough that they actually had two oh, core okay. teams, even though that's they're possible. formally formally labeled as such. That started one started working on Xenoblade, a proper Xenoblade two after Xenoblade one finished, hmm. and the other one went to work on X, um, which is the more of the more went more in the MMO offline MMO style direction, less story, more about exploration, giant even bigger zones, like tons of side quests and missions like that. Um, we'll find out. They'll probably do like you know some behind the scenes stuff yeah. with that. We'll we'll have interviews probably that can confirm that. Um, I'm personally hoping that there is some kind of hands on with it at least, if not eyes on. Like I want to see it running in action. Yeah, yeah. I Game definitely want to see like straight up gameplay. Yeah, for sure. gameplay. I want to learn about the characters in the setting, especially because it's a sequel to. Xenoblade. Um, yeah, like, I mean, I, is there any way that they're going to be able to really show that off without spoiling the end of Xenoblade? I mean, they have to introduce the characters at some yeah. point. Like, who's this main guy we've been yeah. seeing running around? Did they change the art style? The character faces definitely yeah. look a little... It looks more cartoony from what it's I remember. More, yeah, yeah. I'd say it's actually kind of more throwback to earlier Xeno games Yeah, in a way. okay. Yeah, definitely. Hmm. Um, as I said, like, God, I want to see the combat system. Like, I want to see what they're doing with it. Uh, just want to see some of the environments again. I love seeing the environments from those worlds, mm-hmm. from those games. Um, and yeah, like I, one way or the other, as you said, Blood, either we get the release date if it's coming out this year, or we're getting told it's delayed. One of the, I think one of the other is happening. Release date this year, or sorry, it's not making it out this year. Their year sounds it. jam-packed already, pretty huh? much. Their year sounds packed already. I know. I mean, if this comes out this year, that's a lot, lot of, of games. Mario, and then we had Zella, and how Mario and whatever Deluxe, that Arms Raymond game too, is, or whatever Rabbids. And Rabbids, like, that's actually a pretty that's a lot of games. good year for Nintendo, despite yeah. some people complaining about the lack of software for the yeah. Switch. It's like, actually, about that, I think the concern actually is going to be turning more towards the future, 2018 and yeah. beyond, yeah, yeah. which will come up in a little bit. Well, yeah, they, they got to... <laughs> here's a, here's we'll another get game. to we'll see. Another game that's supposedly coming out this year, uh, Fire Emblem Warriors. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I completely expect this to be playable on the show floor. Mm-hmm. Uh, I expect Fun. a trailer showing yep. off like just the various characters doing their various special moves like they always do with these Musou games. Um, my personal hope is that it tries to do something more than the standard Musou game. I'm thinking of Dragon Quest Heroes. Like, Ben praised how it wasn't just the standard go through their areas and beat them up. There was more to it. More substance to that game than he had seen in, in some other Musou games, notably Hyrule Warriors. And I was like, okay, uh, that sounds interesting. Like, there's more and more to it than just going through the fields, completing objectives, and fighting a boss at some point. Wait, which Dragon Quest hero is he talking about? Uh, Warriors, the Musa one. The first oh, one. I played the first one. Yeah. Eh. Oh, was that being I played a little. To me? I played a little bit. Was it being bit. oversold to me a bit? Yeah, when I played through okay. one. I played for a little bit. I was like, ooh, it's well, kind of boring. Well, I mean... Yeah, I mean, Musou games. Yeah, I mean, if you like Musou games, you'll probably like this, so... Yeah, um, I'm hoping that the... You know, they'll probably show off the inevitable Amiibo stuff. Amiibos are in all of these It's never-ending, Damiani. That's really all I expect from it. Like, you know, the characters and their abilities and, you know, Amiibo stuff and just it being playable on the show floor. Yeah, it'll be super easy to play demo for that game. Yeah. Either you're looking forward to this, I mean... I, 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 as stupid as it was, I was totally looking forward to Hyrule Warriors. I'm, I'm kind of like I, on my scale of one to ten, I'm like at a six, seven for this, just because mm-hmm. I, I love Fire Emblem and their characters, and I just see it being another guilty pleasure for me. I'm like, oh yeah, sure, man, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, You're having fun, like playing as a different character, better than heroes. Heroes are all those characters together. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> now I got them in a Musou game. It's like looks cool. 
Um, yeah, I mean, it'll be there. It'll uh, it'll get some coverage. I'm pretty sure hands-on impressions and stuff. Yeah. And assuming it's still coming out this year, so that's another one to add there. Another good year, big one here. Mm-hmm. So, will we finally see? Retro's game at this Ooh. E3. That's question number one. Mm-hmm. Do you think it will be Metroid? Do you think it'll be Donkey Kong? Or do you think it'll be something completely new? Hmm. There you go. I don't think it'll be. And Donkey what will Kong. we see of it if it is actually there? Like trailer, trailer only or playable? I think we'll probably see trailer only. But then, yeah, in terms of what it will actually be, I, I, I mean, I know what I want. I want. Wait, what do you want? What do you want? I, I want, um, a, a basically like a Metroid game that's like 2D but not 2D. Okay. So like, kind of like how Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze like kind of moves you around in 3D space, even though you're yeah. always playing it like a side scroller. But mechanically, it's like still side scroller yeah. 2D mechanics. Yeah. So just not prime. Because I thought you of Other to... M immediately when he said 2D but 3D. Uh, yeah. Okay. And I was like, what? All right. <laughs> yeah. So it's like okay. you're you're playing as a side scroller, but it's still like this fully 3D complex set of tunnels. Got, yeah, okay. Yeah. It's still 3D models and stuff too. Okay. Yeah. What do you think, Brad? I don't think it's Donkey Kong. Okay. I think they're moving away from Donkey Kong for right now. Okay. I think it'll be a new IP or Metroid, though, for sure. And I think it'll be, like, more 2D, what Blood's kind of saying. And do you think... Because just... Metroid's been real quiet for a while. Oh, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Metroid people want, actually. Do you think it'll just be a trailer? Or do you think there'll be something playable? <sighs> or... I think it'll just be a trailer. All right. Um, I want to go a little further. So, we're going to... S- we got two follow-ups to that. So... Let's talk about Metroid mm-hmm. and the possibility of it being at E3. So, for Blood thinks it might show up as Retro's project, you you think it might be as well. It's 50-50 for me. So, yeah. what I want to know is, will it show up if it's not by Retro? Is there a chance Ooh, of a non-Retro a Metroid? Metroid showing up? And if so, who do you think it'll be by, and do you think it'll be 2D or 3D? Like, will it be more like Prime Will be more like if it's not retro, retro, there's no way it's gonna be like Prime. Okay. If it's not retro, it's a like guaranteed two D game. I'm pretty sure. All right. Hmm. Any ideas about developer who you think would be able to um, do that? It would be. I like. I don't. I don't. You know, track what the teams have been working on well enough to know right now. But I. It would be. It'd be really interesting to see it actually go back to like the Zero Mission team, you know, mm. have that set of guys. Because I mean, Zero Mission is freaking phenomenal. Yeah, it is. Mm. I, it, it can just be like a pipe dream. Too. What if it's um, <laughs> well, pipe dream from software? Make that. There you go. Make that, baby. <laughs> uh, what, if, what if it's just Team Ninja again? Uh, I, I don't think no, so. No, that's that would be bad. That's, <laughs> that's, 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 that's bad. That's very bad. Hey, uh, the funny thing is, if it's team the Neo Ninja's, team. Teenage is probably not responsible for the worst uh, uh, sins of that game. But. Yeah, that's yeah. I will, <laughs> I'll back you up on that one. I, I share that sentiment. Um, I think if it's not Retro's thing, I, I think maybe it'll definitely be like more of a, a 2D mechanical, 2D mechanic style Metroid, maybe with those 3D models. I could see any one of the companies in the last two three years that have developed 2D darlings. Like yacht games, yacht club, club games. games. Sorry, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, van- oh, uh, vanillaware. So cool! Oh my god, well, yeah, so like good. something like yacht club games, vanillaware, even uh, 
Who the heck made Shantae? I don't know Vanillaware. Uh, oh, Way Forward. Way Forward. Yeah. Or a combination of those two or three companies, like teaming up to like, Me- make. Dude, like, if Yaklo Game or Vanillaware made Metroid, I, mean, think, I think Yaklo Games could could do it, and they do have a good relationship. Oh my with god, Nintendo. they could do a great job. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like that that is not an impossibility. Um, or just an, as Buzz, another internal Nintendo team taking a crack mm-hmm. at a it. A new one or something? Yeah, I'm very skeptical. If it's not retro, I don't see it being any kind of like 3D exploration Metroid. And even if it's by retro, I'm not convinced it would be like like Prime anymore. They might be right. like, we want yeah. we want to reimagine Metroid again. That's what I kind of felt like. Yeah, it could. It They've could, proven themselves already, and they want to yeah. challenge themselves probably. So I'm 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 excited. I feel good about some kind of metroid being there yeah. like some kind of tease even if it's just a logo like a teaser thing and a logo i expect that now the other side donkey kong mm-hmm. so if it's not retro do you think it's going to show up at e3 and uh who do you who do you think would you know what would it be like is it going to be would if someone else developing it do you think it's gonna be another donkey kong country uh return style game or do you think it might be one of those quirky spinoffs like you know uh, there's almost yeah. for sure going to be some Donkey Kong spinoff. They've <laughs> gone in so many weird little directions. Yeah. And Diddy Kong Racing, it's coming back. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, I don't think they'll do since no. Mario Kart just came out. Yeah, was it? Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, like you've got the, the King of Swing, Swing and Jungle Beat, and yeah, um, you've got the. Um, I'm trying to think of some others, but yeah, they 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 oh the. Mario versus Donkey Kong with the mini thing, yeah, yeah. So they've done a lot of different things, and they could do a lot of different things with Mario or Donkey Kong. Um, So, and there's also that weird element of New Donk City in Odyssey. Yeah. So so who knows what that's going to end up being? Will Donkey Kong reveal himself? That's Super (laughs) Mario Odyssey. Oh man. Um, Tommy, I have a question for you. Hypothetically, yes. What if Platonic Games was doing the next Donkey Kong? Platonic? Platonic? No, uh, no, I don't. No. Unless Nintendo brought them in and supervised them, I would not be for them. Like, <laughs> e- I, I f- I'm very skeptical about that. I just think it's way too soon for them to have. Oh a yeah. Game anyways. They and and whatever they, whatever they do next, they need more support. Like they they're clearly too small of a team to pull off. You know, they they can use help. Like they definitely need help, um, but they need to digest and process what they did with ukulele first. Digest and process. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's talk about another mascot um, that we haven't. That we don't have no idea about their switch plans, if anything. Kirby. Oh, yeah. Kirby's thirtieth anniversary. Yeah. They did announce earlier a that whole uh, a whole Kirby bunch of stuff, stuff, including a new multiplayer Kirby game, but for 3DS. Mm-hmm. So, will we see anything major for Kirby on Switch announced at E3? What do you think? Uh, I wouldn't put it past them to do some kind of, like, Kirby Superstar-style, like, huge collection. Like, just grab, like, the ten best Kirby games from the past 30 years. Oh, kind of like what they did with Super Mario Brothers with that, uh, for mm-hmm. Wii. Where yeah. Where it's 25th yeah, yeah. anniversary, a compilation. Yeah, that's all I, I can kind of see, really. And, like, because they already have the 3DS one coming well, out. Well, and they could, in that, they could throw in a demo for whatever else. Too. A demo for a new Kirby game? Yeah. Well, I was thinking of maybe at the very least like remastering one of the older ones, like oh, in 2.5D Dreamland or something. Like, oh. Or Switch or something. Yeah, remastered Superstar maybe. Yeah. Something like that. I don't think we're going to see a brand new Switch Kirby. 
like original one i feel that's a little overreaching but i can see like a cool nostalgia project announced like since it is the 30th anniversary yeah. saying like hey this you know coming later this year or something or early next year and you know kirby superstar hd remake or something like that um yeah at the very least you know i think you'll get a shout out of some kind because it's 30th anniversary we'll throw a logo still, up. yeah all right um legend of zelda uh, I'm expecting yeah. the release date, hard release date for the DLC pack one mm-hmm. and some footage of those features in action. Um, since they only like talked about the details of it, I am also expecting information and possibly a trailer for DLC pack two, which covers the new story stuff and the new dungeon. I, I, I think they might like, that could be a big thing, like teasing, what is that story going to be about? Is it like, is it post game? Is it something to do with the past with Zelda? Like it's whole bunch of crazy stuff. I think stuff. it'll be, yeah. I think it'll be just like, I think they will really like show up. I mean, they really pretty much detailed the first DLC pack anyways, but I think they'll show that stuff off in a more, uh, yeah. Visible way. And then I think that we will just get like some kind of over the shoulder shot of a character looking back and, you know, and then that boom, and there's a title, and that's that's all we get. Hmm. I don't think it'll be post game DLC as much as I would like it to be. My feeling is they're just gonna put a new NPC in the world somewhere, and you'll talk to this NPC. I'm hoping they'll take you to a new area outside of Hyrule or something. There's that huge there's yeah. space on exactly. the other side of Death There's uh, there's a lot yeah, of new like, space, and out it'll there. probably be another yeah. a new beast or something like that. The dungeon. Oh man. I wish it was a old school dungeon or something like that instead of a beast but i think it'll be a beast if it was a whole new region yeah that's you need something yeah, like that that's the thing like, like the only tower. thing keeping you from getting to those rolling hills is a huge gust of wind i mean it's it's and it's, it's <laughs> like sitting there <laughs> that, waiting for that you invisible wall you can go no further <laughs> you've mm-hmm. reached the end um I, I i feel very confident you will see or hear something about dlc pack 2 there for sure um i'm curious if they'll talk about any more patch updates in the works or anything oh, like that yeah. or they're what they've done is kind of it for now also any i a larger thing maybe tied b- bigger than zelda is just talking about like amiibo and amiibo restocker next wave of amiibos yeah which we'll tie into something we'll we've talk heard about your complaints a little bit um so but no new zelda game like i don't expect any no, brand no. new zelda game or anything mm-hmm. like that Not yet mostly just the updates to breath of the wild this next one, mm-hmm. I know Bradley Ellis is excited for this. Mm-hmm. Pretty sure Blood's gonna be a little excited for this as well. Animal Crossing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you expect? So I'm not the biggest fan, but I gotta say some, something's gonna be happening at E3, right? And what is it gonna be? Phone Tell, game. Get me excited about phone the game. Phone game will be there, but the whole thing with Nintendo's phone game strategy is to get people interested in the franchise for what's coming next mm-hmm. on the console. Mm-hmm. So Fire Emblem Heroes came out, and then Fire Emblem Echoes came out. Yep. So Animal Crossing and the Switch game, there's not going to be that much of a gap, I don't think. I really don't think they're going to put Animal Crossing on mobile to promote the 3DS game that came out years and years ago. So it's it's coming. It might even come before March. Ooh, Ooh That'd be so nice. Nice. Oh my god! Next year, nice. Hmm. I'm trying to think what the phone game could be, and what you'll get. Maybe you get like furniture or something for your house or something like that. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, Uh... and actually, that's the thing. The phone game could really be something simple like that. Yeah. That you connect to your Nintendo account and get it in the Switch game. Yeah. 
So like you're just wandering, you know, like you're just waiting in line and whatever, blah, 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 unlock stuff, get it in your game, put it in your house. Yeah. I wonder if they do like some cross, like an auction house or something like that where mm-hmm. you can just sell stuff sure. with different people online. That could be interesting. There's oh. a lot of little things. I'm like scared about do. amiibos in that <laughs> game. <laughs> I'm real scared. Oh. Because Jones freaked me out talking about it. There's so much Animal Crossing and Amiibo stock that it's... Rush now. Yeah, they're like, we got to make these do something. Rush now. <laughs> uh, yeah, you say that now. Wait till it comes I've out. I heard people... I never, I never did jump back in after they put the Amiibo in 3DFs, but I've heard some people were not happy with it. So I'm curious what the overall reaction is. Next one. Smash Brothers. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Will the rumored port slash update to the Wii U version show up, or will there actually be a brand new Smash Brothers announced at E3, or neither? Um, and if it is an upgraded port, what do you expect out of it? Do you basically just expect them to go with the Mario Kart 8 Deluxe treatment or something a little different? And what we're getting new amiibos? Like, let's just oh, yeah. you don't have to oh, yeah, yeah. we're getting new amiibos if yep. it's announced. Like, whole new wave of Smash amiibos are coming. Mm-hmm. So, uh, let's start with the port thing. Do you think it's going to be a porter update for Wii U that's going to show up if it's going to be there? I think, yeah. You I think, think that's going to follow suit. I think it's going to follow suit hardcore with Mario Kart. Like, okay. They have the same plan kind of thing for that. They'll add in, like, a Splatoon character or an ARMS character into it. Okay. What do you think, Blood? Yeah, it's interesting that they... They named that game Super Smash Brothers for Wii U. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah so so it's al- it's almost like they planned for it to just be an evolving game in a way so i could yeah i could very much see that them saying that like we don't need to reinvent this game stuff that we've tried to like really mess around with about smash brothers formula people aren't that receptive to anyways let's just take what exists and and build on it, add more to it. So yeah, I think the deluxe treatment actually makes a, a lot of sense uh, because, like Mario Kart, there are a lot of people that missed out on Smash Brothers just because it was for Wii U. So to to, to elaborate on that point you just made there, my mm-hmm. question is: there was also Super Smash Brothers for 3DS. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you feel like when you say Mario Kart 8 treatment, that also meant that they also did overhaul the battle mode in there? That might have just been a unique case that they're only going to do for Mario but do you foresee that if they do do this upgraded port for Switch, do you think that they will include any of the content from the 3DS version reworked, like some of the stages and stuff redone for Switch oh, a- yeah. as that? I think that's a good idea, actually. Yeah, yeah like something like that. They have the assets, they just got to change them around a little. Yeah, yeah, I think it's, I think it's actually fairly likely to do a big, giant, all-in-one and then, like I said, as kind of an evolving platform kind of thing, that like Smash Brothers just has new stuff that comes out every once in a while for like the next three years. So okay, um, do you think they will try? They remember the 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 story that or not story the the explanation Sakurai gave about why uh, killing story mode in Switch uh, Super Mario, Super Smash Bros for Switch. It was about like people seeing the cutscenes online. Or yeah, something like that. Do you think that's that why maybe, they cut it? Yeah, I said they just it's go online fault. and watch them anyway. I, am, he, I imported that game, and I put the cutscenes on game trailers, and now we didn't get story mode. Yeah. And then, uh, <laughs> the 3DS mode had the party mode, the board game. Yeah. So like, or, sorry, the the tower. Not a tower game. It looked like a 
almost Metroidvania type thing. You had to go through paths or whatever. Mm-hmm. The Wii U had the party, like Mario Party style thing. Um, I don't think people responded well to either of those modes. My question would be: Do you think that maybe they've had a, they could have a change of heart and try and bring back either a story mode or slash adventure mode from like Melee mm-hmm. as like the, a new feature to add on on top? So it's not just new characters and some new stages, some new music, but and some balances, but also hey, we are adding a for Super Smash Bros. Switch. Here's the brand new adventure mode coming yeah. back. I think know? the Melee style adventure mode is a better play. Yeah, I. I don't think there's that much love for Subspace Emissary, other um, than just how good the cutscenes looked. Yeah, I like the cutscenes. I was not a fan of Subspace Emissary. So, I mean, this rumor's been persisting for a while. It seems like a lot of these rumors about Switch have come to fruition, so I fully expect some kind of Smash Brothers thing at E3. Yep. Um, I, 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 I would lean towards it being another enhanced, a deluxe, like Super Smash Brothers for Switch or just Super Smash Brothers Deluxe or something like that. Um, let's move away from first party Nintendo mm-hmm. real quick, and let's talk about third party support that mm-hmm. we expect to see or hope to see at E3. We already obviously talked about Kingdom Battle earlier, which is more of a collaboration. We know about like other projects. I mean, there's like Sonic Forces, Sonic Mania, but that's multi-platform. There's a rumor about a Tales of game coming exclusively to Switch. Oh, okay. That yeah. nothing else has come out of that. But I mean, what? third parties do you expect game announcements from at e3 like realistically like from what it doesn't have to be the games but like what um, companies do you expect to have something i think from software will have something oh, it's yeah? about time huh. i mean they're on the logo they seem they seem to work pretty yeah, fast that's right. too they did, they did have that logo like regardless oh, yeah. it could just be a souls port or whatever of the games or it could be a new ip that would be crazy if they did that but yeah. uh it's not out of the question souls on the go baby uh, obviously souls trilogy yeah, and th- there's no problem with bringing all those to Switch, right? The only one, so. only one that can't is Demon Souls and Bloodborne, correct? Those yeah, because the they're owned by Sony. Yeah. 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 So, so, so the only Souls the only Dark question trilogy, would be yeah. is whether yeah, whether it would be difficult to you know downgrade the assets from yeah, Dark Souls Three, but it's you know more similar architecture than in the past, so it may not be that hard to do. Yeah. Um, I mean, can I just say that Capcom just opened the floodgates? Monster Hunter Double Cross yep. is coming to Switch. Mm-hmm. It made Nintendo's stock rise instantly. Oh, yeah. And yeah. this is the moment when we see developers move from 3DS to Switch. Okay. Definitively. Like, now this is a, a 3DS game that is getting ported to Switch. And from here on out... Monster Hunter is at the very least going to come out on both. Yeah. Um, and I think that when that hits Japan, that's when the Japanese market is really going to shift over to Switch uh, in a big way and other companies are going to start getting that. So that's why, like, a Tales game, if it's not planned now, it's not going to be that far off. Um, and, uh, you know, Octopath Traveler has already been announced. That sucker is essentially, you know, a sequel to 3DS games that we loved, the Bravely mm-hmm. Default games. So it's uh, it's going to be very, very interesting to see what happens because uh, we've already seen stuff like Disgaea 5. We've seen mm-hmm. um, Neo Geo putting stuff on the Switch eShop pretty much every week. Um, 
which I've didn't they just put like a King of Fighters out like the yeah, same time same time as like uh, Ultra Street Fighter came out, which I thought was really funny. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I I I think that like Capcom making that announcement is sort of like the turning point of where this third party software support is going to start moving to what's new, seeing the popularity of the Switch and. Um, it's just now it's kind of like a snowball effect, I think, with uh, with Monster Hunter. Yeah, and with Capcom, it's yeah. time, baby. Oh, it's time. Mega Man. Bring him back. It's time. Makes too much sense. Makes too much sense. Means it won't happen. <laughs> True. Um, True. Qu- some questions. Uh, the one question I want to see answered definitively at E3 regarding third parties is uh, regarding uh, Dragon Quest Eleven. Just because that was yeah weird because right? it's in a, it's in a weird place right now with that 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 switch version about just kind of saying definitely saying it's coming definitely saying it's coming and then going like radio silent and like ignoring questions about and saying we can't talk about it right now like you know we're not, we can't talk about mm. it it's like is it because or do we be optimistic and say Nintendo has something special planned with Square Enix at E3 that they're waiting for for a big announcement which I think that's super far reaching mm. or is it Square Enix like thought the system was going to be X power to handle the port easily and then they finally dove into it and were like uh sh- wait a second this this isn't gonna be as easy as we thought uh we don't maybe we should back out on this but now that switch it's showing how like how well switch is selling it's projected that the the rumors that they're upping production by a lot just to keep up with some semblance of the demand especially in japan where they're telling people like analysts are like yeah good luck finding one the whole year here you're not gonna get one like after the summer Maybe do that. Is that enough to convince them that hey, uh, we should? If we were thinking about pulling back on this and maybe dropping support for it, maybe we need to rethink it again because, man, Switch is a this is selling well. We really can't just abandon this. Like we're putting leaving money on the table, which to me leads to the bigger question of, we've heard time and time again since Switch was unveiled, to just expect that a lot of the biggest AAA games on PS4 and Xbox One are not coming to Switch. Mm-hmm. It's not getting ports because supposedly the the gap is too big to make that happen. Mm-hmm. Companies don't want to spend that effort. Mm-hmm. Will that tune change because Switch is selling so well? Is it, do you think it's at the point yet that at E3 they can't ignore it and these companies are going to have some stuff to announce for Switch? They're like, okay, we got to figure out a way to get some of these games on Switch. Like... Right, I mean, I mean, I don't want to be as arrogant. And say like, oh, even Rockstar is like, okay, listen, like, switches is gonna be too big of a platform to ignore. We gotta find a way to get something of Red Dead on there. <laughs> like, that's a lot of sales that like our analysts are. I'm not saying it's gonna or happen. Or they just but, put like, Redemption on it. <laughs> Could happen, but I mean, think of like like uh, like they said like all these games coming out like they said well even though andromeda like andromeda can't come to switch sorry guys like it's mm-hmm. not happening oh i mean and it didn't happen i mean i mean I, they had a hard time putting it on ps4 so yeah <laughs> there might have been a reason for that <laughs> but just looking ahead at the big multi-platform titles that are obviously going to come out of e3 the vibe right now to me for most owners is that don't expect a lot of those triple a games to be announced have a switch versions announced but when's the point? When's the threshold that like Switch is selling so well? If it keeps selling well and maybe even eclipses Wii sales, when do publishers have to say we can't ignore this anymore? Mm-hmm. Like I wonder if E3 is that time where we'll see some of that. So I, I'm gonna be watching E3 closely to see if there's any signs yeah. from like the body language or the the messaging from these third party publishers when they are talking about Switch. 
is, do they seem like they're going to be wanting to support it going forward? Because that would be that would be amazing to get some of those AAA games. Because it's possible like, they I, won't run as well. But you know they could just run them in 720p mode or something. Come on, like most people just want to play them on the go. That's mm-hmm. like the biggest hook of the the Switch. Give me those games. Let me take Red Dead on the go. Come on, like I'll I'll buy that version. Uh, I'll take that up. Yeah, Red, Red, Red Dead's probably one of the farthest out possible. I know. Like that's um, well, like. I mean, who knows the hell they're coming out now, but, like, 7 Remake, Kingdom Hearts 3, like, would those even be on, like, Switch or anything like that? I mean, just think of all the, the titles you're looking forward to that are 100% multi-platform, but you know aren't going to come to Switch. It's like, would you have bought them if you had the opportunity to because of the portability of Switch? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think publishers, at least for the near future, will still be fairly reserved and strategic about what games they do um because yeah i mean like if there is a clear you know negative to the game if it does feel like it's you know like you know say for instance like if you look at the call of duty games on the wii versus the ps3 and xbox (laughs) 360 you know like those are those did well um but you know there was a lot of effort put into making those ports you know but they just knew that like that was a guaranteed payoff um because the Wii user base was so huge and the Call of Duty user base was so huge. Just like that overlap was going to be there. Uh, you can't, you can't say that about, about everything. And so I think there will be, um, you know, I think there will be third party support there, but it's, it's, I don't think it's going to become like a standardized thing where like, Oh, every game is just on mm-hmm. the switch. Oh yeah. I'm hoping it's not just going to be old ports of games too. Mm-hmm. Like I could yeah. see Watch Dogs 2 no. coming to no, Switch right. or something like that. I wouldn't really want that. Yeah, so that's, same that's not gone well no. in the past. Yeah, Batman and uh, yeah. Aspect 3 on Wii U at launch. You know what would be really cool is if they would put Xenoblade Chronicles on Switch. Just yeah, HD. Um, well, I well, mean, that the, gets to yeah, the, our the virtual final, console. Yeah, the last thing before <laughs> I turn it over to like things I might have covered... Virtual console. It better be at E3. It has they to be. It they has haven't to confirmed be. it's going to be there, Please, but like Nintendo. we are all assuming. Like, so, come on. Um, it has to be E3. Um, I'm wondering if there's any surprises in store, or if it's literally just they also some to- weird reason they couldn't unveil it at the beginning. Um, and real quick, the reason was, after playing NES Classic, what if they're retooling the virtual console system uh, format for each of the systems to be available to basically function like NES Classic, but for each system? Where your library is organized nicely by covers and stuff, mm-hmm. uh, uh, like uh, save states for everything, filter modes. Like, That'd be great. A robust set of features and tools for each virtual console system. Well, we, we already have save states for everything. I, I mean, like being able to go between the games like that, like instantly loading. Like, can you go between, like, pause, suspend a game? Like suspend Zelda, go into Metroid, and load that save state from Metroid and jump right in like that quickly. Probably like, not as quickly, but I mean, they, it's they, mostly the yeah. interface. I mean, like, that, that's more to the Wii U. Yeah, like the, OS, I mean, the in, inter. I know it has a save state, but like that interface and that ability to quickly toggle between so many things is like a big like wow factor for mm-hmm. me. It's so simple and so yeah. small, but like that the switch whole, interface is also like pop, 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 pop. Yeah, yeah. so I could see the, that working within already switch infrastructure if they have a virtual console environment. And so there's a library view of all the like the the, the games with the, the covers. Like make you like a virtual box and stuff, flip it over, yeah. like read like that. If they're doing something that in depth, I can probably see myself forgiving them for it not being ready at launch. 
But I mean, do, do do either of you expect that, or do you? No, expect this to be I don't think so. I don't expect like box art or anything like that. Okay. How as cool as that would be, I don't expect that. I think there'll be NES, SNES, and like N sixty four available first. I'm hoping they'd put Dreamcast in there. That'd be incredible if they did that. Ooh, Dreamcast. Or like at least GameCube or something like that yeah. too. You know, I think they need to take oh, it to the next. That GameCube rumors. Yeah, yeah that's been around been for a long yeah. time. I, I think you'll see GameCube. But like they got a lot to make up for with that. Um I think I can see Dreamcast era games working because they've already been ported to like three six the, yeah. the PSN three sixty online services, mm-hmm. so they've already been emulate that. Um, I don't know if every game could work like that. It might require significant retooling. Yeah, just maybe Especially some like, easy like, ones. Like, just let's say now, Saturn games are not coming to virtual consoles. Oh, Those are like man. really ridiculously impossible to emulate very well. So uh-huh. the don't foresee like something like that. But so newer stuff because we when we think of virtual console, we think like N sixty four is like the end of that yeah. for, for Nintendo. Well, but no, they did they did put like oh, sorry, Xenoblade uh, out on. Wii. Like they did a lot of they Wii did games, Wii on digital Wii U, games, but they kind of skipped over the GameCube. Yeah, they skipped over GameCube. We haven't seen GameCube games emulated on any virtual console yeah. service yet. And I would say, and Wii, they've done DS on Wii U as well. Uh, yeah, that was uh, yeah, I forgot about the one. Sorry, you're right. That totally forgot about DS, and that was kind of cool. But there were some issues with the touchscreen surface not being. Exactly as precise as an right. actual DS. Oh, okay. Like the gamepad surface, like was not the same. So there was a few issues that, but it's still nice to be able to play it on a screen and have the way to capture it. Like for us, like it was yeah. perfect. Um, I guess yeah. Forget what I said about like not being new, like too new. It's just they oddly skipped GameCube. Like this has just been missing for a while. I think maybe the Wii games work so well because Wii U already had uh, backwards compatibility yeah. with Wii, so it was already there. Same architecture. Yeah, so I mean, will we see? So the question is, will we definitely will we see GameCube games? Because there's been a lot of rumors. Will we see 3DS games show up on Switch at some point when it's been not long anytime soon. Yeah, yeah I don't think for no. a little bit. Like older 3DS games, you don't think they'll make uh, make the Switch? I mean, as long as I think that'd be they really want to cool. sell 3DS still. They are selling 3DS still. That's not going to happen yet. All right, yeah. but GameCube. Yeah, strong, oh, man, I hope so. That'd be awesome. GameCube. Turtle Darkness on that Super thing. Mario Sunshine. Sunshine. Yeah, that'd be nice. <laughs> Having uh, the the OG, the Wind Waker. Yeah, the OG, uh, on there, yeah. maybe uh, upscaled or something. Seven twenty without the, the the one. The one thing too that they need to address and figure out is what about all the games you know that you've oh, already invested purchase, in? Yeah. You know, like link oh, your man. account unifying account. Please. Like I know the, new, the the accounts now are unified, but what about all the virtual console games that we've already bought? No, you'll have to buy them all over again. But I mean, even if it's even if it's the stupid Wii fifty cent ninety nine cent upgrade thing, like at oh. least consider oh, that I mean, like, much. You, you could, know, like you basically you go online on your like Wii U, right? Like if they did this probably go online on Wii U. And there's some like bridge menu icon, like they did from Wii to Wii U yeah. for transfer. It says like, "Hi, I'd like to transfer over to my Switch." And they say if you do this. It's being removed from your Wii U and being deactivated. You can never play these games on your Wii U again. It's a one-time thing, but it'll be unlocked on your Switch. You uh, maybe there's a slight upgrade fee. You pay like Blood Set, or it's just free. But after that, like going forward, this is tied to your account. It's unlocked. You bought Mario Brothers, Super Mario Brothers for NES. You can have it on any system going forward if it's available on it. No yeah. more buying it multiple times. So I can see something like that happening. Yeah, I hope so. They also have to talk a little bit at some point about. This paid online service, though. That's what they said. Oh, yeah. They have a paid online service. Yeah. 
there's the one they're going to be charging you for if you want to play games online. And uh, you know, and, and they really need to, even if they don't have the full plan, they need to at least say it's not going to be Xbox Live price. Like, it's going to be... Didn't they say it was ten dollars a year or twenty dollars? Like not just fifty, sixty dollars nonsense. I thought they said it was gonna be like when they. I thought they said something about pricing. It was like much cheaper. I mean, I it like, sounded uh, like that. But was there's like not been the... enough. They need more. Yeah, yeah they need to have. Some we, more yeah, they need to have paper. a concrete presentation about that. Um, uh, last thing I'll say. Obviously, I expect apps to show up. Finally, use Netflix. Oh yeah, just so mm-hmm. some basic ones. They don't need crazy ones. But it like, is weird that's not there yet. Netflix should be on there and YouTube probably. Um, to wrap this up. Is there anything I didn't cover that you want to talk about regarding uh, Nintendo's presence at E3 that hmm. you really want to want to get out there? Hmm. They need to show me 2018 stuff, I guess, a lot more. Okay. Yeah, and I, we don't I, know a lot about what's coming out then. I think that's yeah. Some of the things that we've talked about, like there'll be some snippets of things in trailer form, but I think the Nintendo. Has moved aside from that Wii U Panic Direct. <laughs> yeah. uh, Nintendo has basically moved to like let's keep things closer to this year. Let's not do the you know basically yeah. the Final Fantasy VII thing, where it's like we announced the game and two years later we're recruiting developers. You know, it's like no, um, they're, yeah. they're going to tell you about what's at least within the next year. Yeah, for the most part. Um, because look, like the times that they have thought that they were more on the mark, like Zelda, that didn't, that didn't happen. You know, what was that? 2014 originally, right? Um, it's supposed to come out the, yeah. So E3 2014 is when we saw Anuma with the scene goes, here's your first look at it. And then you yeah. see Link riding through the field and what we, what was the guardian chasing him. And then it said 2015 at the end or something. Just kidding. Then the Game Awards was like, here's more the horse Link riding, riding around. The horse. It's smart enough to not run into a tree. Here's the jump off the horse slowdown mechanic coming in 2015. And then like 2015 came and like early 2015. They were like, and it was like, uh, oh, we're sorry. Yeah, uh, uh, it, stop asking Not only will it that. not be at E3 this year, but uh, it's not coming out to 2016. And then 2016 is like, actually right. about that yeah. 2017 <laughs> so i just feel like and i also don't think that in, like as, as we've kind of gone over the possibilities um first party wise nintendo really does have quite a bit of stuff that they can offer up in the near term to where you're not always waiting for something it's it's really the third party gaps you know that, mm-hmm. that make the difference like if you look at first party nintendo versus the other first parties it's kind of crazy how much stuff nintendo actually publishes um and as we start moving 3ds developers to the switch in the next two years or so like that will become even more apparent where there's just like freaking switch games coming out all the time um so yeah i i i am not really worried about output that much because i i think nintendo kind of like with this rabbit thing even though that's ubisoft Nintendo's not afraid to put a, a trailer out there and say this game's coming out in three months. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, my last thing is just going along with third party stuff, honestly. I just want to see Nintendo reaching the, the either Nintendo accepting more pitches because apparently Rabbids or uh, uh, Kingdom Battle was a 
pitched by Ubisoft and Nintendo was mm-hmm. the rumor apparently. I'm hoping Nintendo's more receptive to pitches from third-party companies to work with them using their IPs. Mm-hmm. Like Nintendo lending their IPs in ways that they think will work um, to leverage that because it'll help those third-party games sell better. And then on top of that, I want to see Nintendo helping with the push for those games. Mm-hmm. Like those games, I don't know if I want to see them announced at E3. I want to see them have like a good amount of time during those pres- during the presentation and Treehouse stuff yeah. dedicated to them so it's not like just an afterthought yeah. because I feel like that's part of the problem is when a third party tries to make a, a unique game exclusive for Switch and Nintendo's like, sure, we'll help you out and then like they announce it, here's a trailer and then they don't put any marketing muscle behind it. Like, no, it's up to you, Ubisoft or whoever to put, put the dollars into the marketing dollars to work, not us. Like, it's your game. I want to see more of that, like, part, like you know, that synergy going on there because it will, in the end, benefit Nintendo a lot. And as you said, the more types of those games that come out, the more it covers those gaps. There will not be going beyond 2017. There might not be any of those software droughts that have plagued, you know, the previous, you know, systems for Nintendo, which would be amazing. And then you don't need those big AAA games, really. It's like, mm-hmm. I think you have a big game coming out every one to two months, whether it's on Nintendo or third party. That's great, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh enough time to play the other games on the other system so you know it works so i hope there's some evidence of that going on at e3 through, through the announcements but um I think, I think that's gonna wrap it up yeah um pretty excited about e3 there hasn't been any bad news like some of the other companies like <laughs> the no no shenmue 3 and Oof. e3 the the ff7 Oof. going internally oh, on top God. of what blood's reveal uh talked about briefly about the them having to announced they needed more staff after announcing it two years ago like hey we need to hire more people and it's not they, they basically gave cyber connect to the boot for whatever reason we still yeah. don't know why so we can it. control the quality yeah control the quality so that's making it look dubious about seven and also by proxy king of march three about their presence <laughs> at e3 see you on ps5 Seven. yeah it's just just some of those big games hoping on other platforms to be at e3 it's not looking as sure as it was before but think nintendo it's like not only do we know a bunch of stuff that's going to be there but definitely going to be some surprises so nothing has pulled the the wind out of the sales yet for me for not yet yeah still oh, yeah let's go still very hype and enthusiastic <laughs> for it going into let's it let's go there's just no more leaks please it's uh <laughs> the rabbits is enough we don't need anything else leaked let's just get in there without any leaks i don't want any surprises ruined so um yeah, thank you again for you both joining for me we went on a little longer sure. today but big episode good stuff to talk about um, and again, uh, as a reminder, there uh, will be a last call posted uh, closer to E3 uh, after the uh, direct or whatever they're calling it, the Nintendo E3 presentation, uh, to get questions for the next episode. And the next episode will be about everything that went down at E3. And it'll be live during, uh, I believe, our Wednesday night uh, group stream afterwards. So Ooh. look forward to that. And again, as always, uh, thank you to uh, you know dollar and up patrons who get this uh, early on Sundays um, in the evening. Everyone else, you catch these always at, at noon on Tuesdays. But again, we're we're easy allies. We are supported through generous people like you. Um, you can hit us up at Patreon.com/easyallies. And as always, you can find all of our content either on easyallies.com or YouTube.com/easyallies. So. Till next time from me three. Yeah. We'll see you then. Get excited. Later, everyone. Bye-bye.